0: back to another episode of That's Neat, a podcast dedicated to drinking whiskey, the stories surrounding whiskey, and the people we drink it with. I am joined again here with Marcus, and he brought with him, from his personal collection, a bottle of Iron Root.
1: Iron Root Harbinger. It's their flagship bourbon.
0: Tell me. Tell me about this whiskey.
1: So uh Iron Root. Um the whole reason I brought it over is they actually just won um they just won uh World Whiskey Awards best uh best whiskey or best bourbon in the world. Um so I thought, ah, oh, you know what? I have a bottle of that. It's fantastic whiskey, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh let's drink that. Why not? Okay. So it's a um it's a two-year-old bourbon whiskey. Um It is, uh, I don't know the exact mash bill, but it's, it's very heavily corn and then a little bit of rye. Um, I, I went and looked and they didn't have percentages for it. They just had the varietals of corn. So there's some purple corn in there. There's some bloody butcher. Uh, there's some Flint corn, uh, and then regular yellow dent and then rye. Hmm. Um, interesting so these guys uh at iron root are super the the licorice brothers um is the the guys that own their last name is licorice their last name is licorice yeah it's not spelt like licorice it's spelt like somebody that doesn't know how to spell (laughs) it's like l-i-k-i-r-i-s-h
0: like it's (laughs) liquor
1: like licorice Mm -hmm. yeah like it's, it's somebody that spelled it phonetically spelled licorice um a couple of soulless gingers.
0: This is the Iron Root Hairbinger? Harbinger. 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 The Harbinger. Harbinger. Okay. Okay. So,
1: which I, I really, I like a lot of the stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a, a couple of their things. So I've had Iron Root Harbinger. I've had the Icarus and I've had the Hubris, um, which Hubris is a corn whiskey. It mm-hmm. doesn't technically qualify as bourbon. Okay. And I don't think Icarus does either.
0: Hmm.
1: Because I think both of them are finished and stuff, and I don't remember what Icarus. I don't remember what Icarus's deal was, and I don't remember what Hebrus's deal is either, off the top of my head. Damn, yeah. why didn't I look that up? Oh and, well,
0: you know, some people don't want to be confined to the constraints of bourbon. Yeah,
1: and I think um, I think Texas whiskey is doing a lot of that, like yeah. more so than other regions in America is doing much more experimentation with yeah. things that are. Are legally qualified like bourbon, mm-hmm. right? So they'll they'll be they'll do a straight bourbon and then they'll yeah. finish it in things. So they'll do weird things with it. Or, so, but this is a Texas bourbon. They're up in Denison, which is a little bit north of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they're it's a it's a fine whiskey. It's it's uh, cask strength too. It's
0: 575 percent, one hundred fifteen proof cask strength. 2019 edition, 24 months aged distilled from grain in Denison, Texas. hmm. So did you go to,
1: you went to their distillery? So I didn't go to these guys' distillery. Um, unfortunately I, so I, when I went down to Texas, I was down in Austin, um, which Denison is 250 miles North. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Texas so, is huge. No, it is. And which is, you know, like it's a day trip. Um, up there and I just didn't have time to make it up up to Dallas for the, yeah. that part of the whiskey trail.
0: Pause for cork pop. Oh, that was like a gunshot. Dang. That's good.
1: You don't to get that out of a synthetic cork.
0: Yeah, that's like, nice. That was a good one.
1: That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I actually got this out of Total Wine uh, oh, okay. up here in Seattle. Um, so they do have some distribution for this mm-hmm. bottle specifically because it's their, their main one. Um. I don't know as I have seen anything else from them um, yeah. in stores up here. Um, but they've got, you know, half a dozen, eight, half a dozen to eight or nine different uh, offerings.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Have. Iron Root Iron Republic. Republic. You know, their 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 logo, it's just this giant R kind of embossed or embossed on the bottle. Like a badge. It's very yep. um communist looking. <laughs> <laughs> it kinda looks like a like a Russian
1: like a big Russian R.
0: Yeah. Like I put my vodka in <laughs> barrel and it turned brown.
1: It <laughs> turned brown. Oh wow, this is In Soviet Russia. Whiskey drink you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why we drink vodka. Why do you think? <laughs> yeah. We save the whiskey for the dogs. <laughs> Uh, oh wow this is this smells delicious yeah
1: oh my goodness it's so much like the thing that i love about texas whiskey is it, it is so much more character and flavor than they have any right having mm-hmm. <laughs> for two years for such a short amount of time you know what i mean because like yeah. even in, even in kentucky which is considerably hotter than like the uk right right
0: or a Pacific Northwest. Or Pacific Northwest. But, yeah. like,
1: you get the progression of, right, scotch and Irish whiskey and coming over mm-hmm. to America. And it's done in, like, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and then Kentucky. And it's, like, even in Kentucky, where it is hot, it is still, you know, a, a, a warm climate for sure. Like, they still have to do things for four years. Right. right? Four years, five years, six years to get what yeah. they're trying to get. Yeah. Texas, they do it in two.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> right. And sometimes Man. they're, like they're like worried about it at one year yeah. <laughs> Or they're like maybe we should uh maybe we should do something we with this to try and uh, it. we should check we should check this out yeah like maybe we should pull this barrel and blend it in with some other stuff because yeah. wow it's done yeah wow it's
0: done <laughs> like Just pull that turkey crazy. out of, it's like cooking a turkey in a pizza right. oven <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like oh it popped uh that's... how long is it in for <laughs> 10 minutes why is
0: our turkey black <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, this has got more color on it than well, this is cast strength too. It is. That. It
1: is, but still, like it's got a similar it's got a similar color to um like that old Forester you got up there, that old Forester okay. eighteen ninety seven.
0: This rare breed is a straight bourbon and it doesn't have an age statement, so it's at least four years old. And it is at least half That's is, dark and it's apparently. also it's also barrel proof four at least four year old whiskey yeah and it's at least half the color of this iron root the iron roots almost red like yeah i know it's super nice
1: wow so and then like the longer you sit the darker it gets because mm-hmm. like I, I i'm sure i've mentioned this on previous episodes or at least outside of it right but balconis has their single malt which mm-hmm. is i think three years maybe four i can't remember off the top of my head but that is like a black coffee like it's so dark it's black coffee even in the glass even even after you pour it out of the Mm -hmm. after you pour it out of the 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 bottle like it's so dark in the
0: glass (laughs) it's so great well this is thick looking too look at the legs on this oh iron root man that's good wow okay texas you have my attention
1: (laughs) holy cow That has got uh, so you had much going on. I had my interest on. before, but now you have my. Attention. It almost
0: tastes like it's sherry finished or something.
1: It's got this yeah, I can see that l- like a lighter got...
0: fruit end to it. That's just
1: This I is mean, just it's... so not like Kentucky bourbon with the like with the cherry and the the vanilla. Like there's there's other things going on here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is amazing. Wow. Holy cow. I love this. How much was this? <laughs> Where can I buy this? Can uh, I have this? Are you leaving this here for me? <laughs> oh my!
1: Um, Total Wine had it, and I don't remember how much it was off the top of my head. I feel like it was maybe fifty bucks. Maybe.
0: That's not, yeah, I would pay fifty bucks for this. Wow.
1: Maybe it was forty. I don't quite remember. It was. It was a. It was <clears> as <throat> expensive as a a nice bourbon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As it should be.
1: Yeah. No, so this just one too. This just one. Uh, right world whiskey awards uh i can't remember how they do their their dating if mm-hmm. it's the 2019 world's best bourbon or if it's the 2020 world's best bourbon but it just won like a like not even a week ago um, like a couple of days ago so best bourbon in the world and i i am hard pressed to disagree with them
0: yeah Am it I, is it is it weird that I'm saying it almost t- maybe it's the color that's just tricking my brain, but it tastes like it's finished in a wine cask or something. I can see that because it, it has so much. It's so fruity.
1: Yeah, it has a ton of fruit. Wow, and different fruit than what you normally get in a bourbon, mm-hmm. right? It's not just cherry. Right. It's, it's not, not cherry.
0: It's although I get a lot of stone fruit, but like I think it's lighter. Like but like other apple, stone fruits. You it's know what like I mean? Grape, apple, you know. There's a little bit of citrus in there. There's definitely like uh zest, yeah, some sort of yeah. But it's not like so, a it's like a lime or lemon, it's like orange. As far as know. um
1: tasting notes, right, mm-hmm. on their website they said orange marmalade. Oh, okay. See, I'm I'm getting close. I'm getting right. better at this, man. So like I'm getting I'm <laughs> I'm not hundred percent getting orange marmalade, but no. I'm definitely getting citrus, and I'm, I'm get- definitely getting like red fruits, which was another thing that they put on
0: there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You could have told me this was finished in sherry or port or something. Yeah, and I, I would have just agreed. Right? I would have been, yeah, I can totally get that from this. This tastes <laughs> like um, I tried, like it's the most extreme of port bourbon. Finishes, but because it, it's not even a finished in port casks, it's mixed with port. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Basil Hayden's. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Which it upsets me <laughs> how much I like that. it. Though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dang it, this is super good. So I don't want to like it because it's not pure. But it's dang it, it's not good. Not real bourbon. <laughs>
0: Or it's whiskey uh, even. It's just, yeah, or it's whiskey flavored then. whiskey. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but, it's flavored like, whiskey. it's I'm almost getting, this like, this is almost like. This is, is almost like Fireball. On, yeah,
1: exactly. God, nothing I'm, is on the same level it as This feels like fireball it's. Fireball is terrible. Like, I, I, try, I try so hard not to be a snob, but come on, guys. Fireball is terrible.
0: It's Fireball. Yeah. Don't do it. Man. Yeah, I am. Um, it almost tastes like it's infused with a fruit, like, Someone snuck an apple into the barrel. I don't know, man. I'm mm. really liking this. It's got a lot more depth than I was expecting that I've ever had for anything two years old. Yeah. Which I mean, some people like right. A lot That's of straight, I mean. a lot of straight bourbons are two years old. If but they have to say it, yeah. Um, but they'll label it as 24 months because it's kind of yeah. like it's like a baby. Yeah. Until You're they like, reach oh. two, then they then they're just months old. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How old is your baby? 18 months. 77 months old.
0: Your baby's like like
1: five. He's 870 (laughs) months old.
0: 870 (laughs) months old. Peppy. That is very good whiskey. So far you've brought Andalusia, Texas whiskey.
1: 800 months would be like 80 years old. (laughs) 440 is 480 months. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. So, then you brought this Iron Root, which is another Texas whiskey. I'm coming to this realization that you're a little biased towards the Texas whiskey. That I
1: might have a little bit of a bias toward Texas. Yeah, um, I know. Which is I'm fine. Like, if if, if, if they all have...
0: are this good, then I do not disagree, and I am <laughs> on board 100%. Yeah. I have never had a Texas whiskey other than the two you brought, and I am... I, I, I was hundred percent Pacific Northwest whiskey. But I'm also biased because I live here, but yeah. Man, Texas. And th- that they can get this in two years. Woodenville wish they could get something this delicious right in, in two years. years. They can't. It takes them forever. I mean, not knocking Woodenville, their stuff is delicious, but they could not produce this in two years. Not and not this something this dense. You can tell you can you can tell this took an immense amount of like immense amount of heat and concentration. Yeah. And it's probably something you can only get in the south. Yeah. With that weather.
1: Very specific climate.
0: Yeah. And they do have like a few extremes per year, which I'm sure has like a huge effect like with the expansion and contraction of the the, of barrel, the barrel. And like in Pacific Northwest it's very it's very much like Scotland where it's just even coast like mild temperatures all the way yeah. around like no real hard extremes except for wind and rain but yeah but it's like
1: but you know you don't leave a barrel outside so it's like it's inside so it should What would that
0: be like i don't know i mean if it's waterproof technically from the inside we <laughs> <laughs> just threw it in the ocean and see what happens
1: leave it out in the, leave it out in the Seattle rain <laughs> for like a year and it'll pull out like 20% proof
0: <laughs> it just tastes like homeless person piss
1: because oh, God. people are peeing Freaking on it. Seattle. it <laughs> just mm. tastes like piss mm. uh, this tastes like shit well Austin it is shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, let me tell you son uh, this was aged under the I ninety bridge. Oh God! Anyway,
1: <laughs> I made this out, and when I was living in the jungle,
0: <laughs> uh, this is so good. Uh, anything else you can tell us about the distillery, man, or man, yeah. they yeah. don't have a they don't have their mash bill or anything available? No, they
1: uh, don't have the mash bill um, percentage. They have mm-hmm. the the grains that were used, right? So it's mostly corn, yeah. right? Purple corn, some bloody butcher corn, flint corn. Uh, and, and yellow dent, and then a little bit of rye. So there's no barley and there's no wheat. It's mostly corn and rye. Um, and these guys are super known for using, um, experimenting with corn, right? Experimenting with uh, different varietals, different uh, uh, heirloom things. Um, they've got a whiskey that's 100% bloody butcher, which bloody butcher is expensive. Like yeah. It's an expensive corn. Not easy to grow, right? Um, And same some of the other ones too. Uh, Purple corn is another one like that. So like they really are going all out in getting local um, heirloom cool corn, Mm -hmm. right, for their
0: whiskey. That's cool. Um, I probably wouldn't have. No, that's a really dumb question. (laughs) I'm not even gonna ask.
1: Now you've piqued my interest. I really want to know. <laughs> don't even worry about it, Marcus. <laughs> okay. Okay. Works for me. Um, no, they're they're cool. They're they're a cool company. They're um, uh, it's a couple of brothers that run it. So Robert and Jonathan Licorice. Mm-hmm. Um, and their their mom actually is their. I don't know what her official title is on their website. They just say that she does all the, like the day to day operations, mm-hmm. um, and that she's also a blender and is also like a saleswoman for okay. them that's cool. so you know uh i think and it's, that's like
0: andalusia too like they were tiny yeah is that are they are these guys pretty small like them or
1: they're not nearly as small as andalusia okay no they're i mean they got in their total line andalusia. so yeah okay. um they're definitely bigger than andalusia um they're definitely bigger than some of the other ones down there too mm-hmm. um, but they're not quite as nothing in texas is really quite as big as some of the kentucky stuff you know oh yeah nothing you're gonna find in texas is even as big as like you know some of the smaller kentucky stuff yeah you know what i mean it just hasn't been around long enough to do that um give it another 20 years absolutely these guys balconis uh garrison brothers um the are they gonna be as
0: big or are they gonna be they will be as as
1: big and as well known
0: really oh yeah you think so
1: absolutely absolutely
0: so you are saying if I just wait twenty years, I can get balcones for like twenty five bucks at Total Wine.
1: <laughs> probably, maybe not twenty five bucks, but I'm, I'm I'm you can definitely get it at Total Wine within probably the next year or two.
0: I'm convinced. I'm gonna wait. Um,
1: <laughs> when I when I went to uh when I went to balcones to do uh, a tour there, they were very adamant that they are working hard with the distributors to get stuff out, like in the lower forty eight. Yeah. like within the next year or two
0: cuz they want to be a, a sourcer, right, too or is that someone else you're uh, telling me about
1: That is um that is uh, Gulf Coast Distillery. Um so Gulf Coast Distillery is there they own they are their own distillery, they put out their own stuff but they want to be a competitor to MGP, mm-hmm. where companies can source their whiskey and do their own thing with it and finish yeah. it and put it in their own bottles and that sort of thing. The same way that MGP does. Um, the difference obviously is that they're new and they're putting out their own stuff and, but they're, they're a huge distillery. They have huge production facilities. Yeah. Um, I haven't had any of their stuff. So
0: don't mind me. I'm just taking
1: pictures. Yeah, with it's all you. good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so it's, it's two brothers and their mom essentially mm-hmm. that, that run this. And, um, Robert, um, is so Robert uh, went to school to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Jonathan went to school to be a like a, uh, a bio like a bio bioengineer, biomedical engineer, and basically when they were done with uh, college, they decided well, let's let's go into whiskey instead. <laughs> well, I just had to go down the wrong tube. <laughs> That are, is we st- are, we, are we drinking Stag again? That was Cast Strength. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's definitely Cast Strength, yeah. which I think is is so cool for them
0: to, it to put n- out. Not, I'm sorry. Finish.
1: Like it's so, it's such a it's such a uh, it's so antithetical to like traditional whiskey business sense to put out your main flagship whiskey at Cast Strength.
0: Oh, this they're... this
1: is their main flagship bourbon.
0: This isn't a special. No,
1: this isn't a special release. This is it. This is their bourbon.
0: Okay. Yeah. Got mad respect for that. <laughs> yeah. It's not. There's. Not, it's not a single barrel or anything. Not saying that. No. It's not makes necessarily it a single barrel. So it's they're blending to flavor profile, but yeah, releasing a yeah, yeah. cast strength. Yeah.
1: But just they're just not wow. cutting it down to forty or forty five or even. I mean, like even, it's fifty seven. So they're not even cutting it down to fifty. Right. You know
0: what I mean? Like, and they could. I didn't actually. Absolutely get Absolutely could. I didn't get to. Do you mind if I pour mm-hmm. a little more? Okay. I'm I'm just going to pour a little bit so I can put some water in there.
1: Yeah, get it down.
0: (laughs) I'm going to leave pouring to my guests because I'm... (sighs) Shame. Wasting my whiskey. It's alcohol abuse. (laughs) Did you get a cat hair in your mouth? Yeah, I got a lot of cats around here. Oh,
1: my God. Um, Okay. No, so it's it's definitely a family company. Um, they decided after they got out of college, they wanted to go into whiskey and they mm-hmm. kind of roamed around the country and Scotland and did internships at various distilleries Wow, um,
0: that's cool to learn how to do it. Do they and, do any malt, like single malt or,
1: uh, uh no, they're very much a corn whiskey okay. distillery. Yeah. Basically everything do they, they do is either or corn or I think they might put out a rye. I can't quite remember. I'd have to is look
0: again. Is it a out. barely rye? Is it a, it might be a barely rye. Um, yeah. I love that one. They just do when a (laughs) distillery at fifty-one (laughs) percent. Yeah, like Woodford's rye, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or even bullets rye. No, bullets rye is ninety-five percent. Yeah, yeah, bullet rye. It's kind of it's hard because their their regular bullets, regular bourbon is pretty high rye. Yeah, I think it's like a thirty-five percent rye in their bourbon, which is that's why it's so spicy. (laughs) See,
1: that's that's definitely a high rye. That's definitely a high ride. Right? Yeah. I'm always I'm, like, don't confused quote, yeah. when. Don't I always, quote me on that. Yeah, I no, know. I won't. But like, I'm always confused when people are like, yes, we make a
0: hot ride. I just want to drink bourbon. this again with a water. <laughs> it's so good. I was
1: confused when people make. Oh, no, They're I like, did
0: put water in it. Yeah. Wow, hold on. Like, cow. don't put any
1: more water in there.
0: <laughs> I I, <laughs> I, I smelt that. it again and I didn't think I did. Did you, did you? No, I haven't watered it down yet. Man, this is. That really opened it up. I think I like the nose better without it, but.
1: It kind of tamps down the nose.
0: I don't know. I I do like the bite. Like, I do like knowing I'm about to taste. Like, you are about to experience a barrel-proof bourbon or a cask-strength bourbon. Like, it's totally. Sorry. You don't have to get every cork pop in.
1: (laughs) Well, I was trying to pull it closer to me so that I didn't, like, open it way out here and splash it all over you. So I was like. How, where's the mic at? How do I get this around the mic? <laughs> it's
0: right in front of you, Mark. <laughs> I just have to get the cork pop.
1: Uh, there we
0: go. I got the cork pop. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so good. There's something
1: there's... there's it is? Something, is it strawberry? There's something there. There's like a red berry. It's not raspberry. Mm mm. It's not quite strawberry. As well, as
0: soon as you said strawberry, I was like, holy crap, cobbler in my mouth. But yeah, I say that a lot about whiskey because yeah. you get a lot of stone fruit and you get a lot of oatmeal.
1: But there's definitely baking spices in this too. There's definitely like oh, yeah. cinnamon getting, and nutmeg yeah. and cloves.
0: and mm-hmm. There's all that classic yeah. bourbon stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is just a layer on top of this of stone fruit and... Or more than that, of just this, that red fruit that you're talking about, mm. and which fooled me as if it's a...
1: yeah, as if it was like a sherry cask or a port cask right. finish.
0: And I think now, adding a little bit of water, opening it up, I'm getting a lot more. I'm being, uh, I'm able to dissect that a little bit more and pick it out. And as soon as you said strawberry, something went off in my head, and it's like it is like a strawberry, but it's like one of those strawberries you find at the bottom of the bin over the bottom of your strawberry container that is a little you probably shouldn't eat it yeah. <laughs> but it you, probably has mold
1: it just hasn't you just can't see it with your eyes yet. yeah and it's yeah. like
0: mushed into the corner yeah it's, it's like, like a it's overripe really really ripe strawberry yeah but there is a tartness to it too yeah which i think does Man, go back this is to so that so deep this that is citrus insane. that they were talking about right so it's like yeah marmalade because <laughs> a marmalade, marmalade is like, it is like a really dense, caramely, sweet thing. But then yeah. they throw in this like the zesty orange bit <laughs> that tartens it. Uh.
1: Unrelated to whiskey, I tried to make
0: <clears throat> caramel sauce yesterday. I
1: was trying to do like I had some ice cream and I was like, oh, I'll make a quick caramel sauce. Right, super easy. A little bit of sugar and water right boil it until it hits amber and then you mix in uh like heavy cream and a little bit of butter mm-hmm. super easy right i know how to do this i've done it plenty of times before i forgot that i didn't have i was out of heavy cream
0: so and you so i an thought ice cream?
1: <laughs> yeah so i threw in whiskey <laughs> no, no 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 ice cream oh ice cream oh that actually probably would have worked um oh, no i, that's I threw no 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 i i had ice cream and i wanted caramel sauce on my ice cream yeah and i i didn't have heavy cream and so i thought maybe half and half will work maybe half and half will substitute I'm like I know it's not high enough like fat content or thick enough as I'm like but the only thing that I have that's thick enough like he- like heavy cream is buttermilk and that's definitely not going to work like right. that's that, that would just be gross and so I, I threw half and half in there instead and that didn't work oh really? <laughs> nope not at all that like curdled immediately and was just like oh god this is nasty <laughs> this is so nasty and then you ate it <laughs> right and then I ate all of it <laughs>
0: And I dipped my Uh, whiskey in it. Yeah. And then I poured whiskey in it and drank it. Man. This is really good. So the Iron Root Distillery, Iron Root Republic. Iron Root Republic. Iron Root Republic. This is the hair, the hair binger. The hair binger. The hair bringer. The hair hair
1: so, and speaking of Iron Root too, where they got that name, I, mm-hmm. I thought this was actually really interesting. So they got their name Iron Root from, it's essentially paying tribute to a uh, a botanist that used to live in Denison back mm-hmm. in like the
0: That's 1800s. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: So a guy named T.V. Munson, and <clears> I don't <throat> remember what the T and the V stood for. It was like Theodore or something like that. Yeah, um, T.V. Munson was a guy who was a, he was a botanist, but he was specifically, he was a, 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 a a viticulturist or a viticulturist, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Something, it's a botanist that specializes in wine, right? And grapes and like mm-hmm. grape varietals and that sort of thing. Okay. And he essentially came up with, not came up with, but he discovered and grew a root stock that was very resistant to a specific um, a specific disease that was just like destroying the French wine uh wine uh, vineyards at the time and so he like exported it to the French and told them hey use this as your rootstock it's resistant to this this thing and they called it iron roots they, they they referred to his rootstock as his iron roots and like he basically saved the French wine industry mm-hmm. in like the 1880s 1890s yeah and so this the name iron roots paying <clears throat> respect to that because he was a denizen Denison, Texas, a uh, resident, oh, technically a native because he was born in Illinois, but you know what I mean. Lived most of his life in Denison. I don't, um, but
0: yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean, right? No. <laughs> no, no. As a matter of fact.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to, uh, I don't lie, Marcus. So. Yeah. Just, just I just
1: don't lie.
0: So That's very, really, This is cool. really cool. Uh, really appreciate you bringing this on, man. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. No problem. What are you gonna bring next?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Maybe I'll bring that Balconus I keep talking about. God. A Balconis single malt. We should. And the peated. I've got the peated too, which I think is a. I think because I, I feel like they said this, but now that I am uh, like have thought back on the memory, maybe I'm wrong. I think it's a it's a once a year special release that they do their
0: peated. And that's what you have.
1: And that's what I have. And I like just got there at just the right time to get.
0: Oh, you were it. at the distillery? I was at the distillery.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: bring that on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not forcing you or anything, but it's really <laughs> cool. I've had people on that bring a whiskey that they've been to the distillery with. Uh, well, well, like your Andalusia. Yeah. And like, it adds a whole nother level. And I'm yeah. super jealous of it because the only distillery I've ever been to is like, I've been to Westland. I've been to Two Bar. I've been to things like around mm-hmm. here. And Tubar is... Oh,
1: I still haven't been to two Bar. I've been meaning to go for a while. Man. Nah.
0: Yeah. The distillery experience have you been to Copperworks? We no. need to go to Copperworks too. The distillery experience at two bars is not that great. Their bourbon mm. is
1: that's too bad.
0: Their bourbon is bourbon. It's a very okay. classic, it's a very good classic bourbon. Yeah. Um
1: which if you're going for like market space and you're trying mm-hmm. to sell a bunch of bourbon. Yeah. That's what you need to do. <laughs> you I know agree. What I mean? So I like, I don't at all like begrudge anybody. That's like, we make a classic bourbon. Cause I'm like, all right, I get it. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I
0: agree. <laughs> I agree with that. But what I don't agree with is the price they charge for the bourbon mm. because I can, I, okay. they're charging
1: like, craft price for right. regular bourbon.
0: And maybe things will pick up and they will be able to lower their prices. And they are, they're aging in smaller barrels. They're aging, in downtown Seattle, so you get all that smog flavor. <laughs> but no, they, they're what they're, smog what they're doing is cool. You've the you, math and the <laughs> piss from the homeless. What <laughs> you do you walk into their distillery and the front desk lady will offer you a tour and mm. you'll be able to experience a tour and you see all the barrels that they their their where their distillery and warehouses in one complex, which is okay. really cool. Because you walk in, you can see all their little barrels yeah stacked up and it's just like that's really cool um but anyway yeah that I just that bourbon is it's good it's just kind of normal it's kind of it's definitely a it's the good classic tasting bourbon but you can get that out of bottles a lot cheaper yeah Yeah. um but i respect it it's pacific northwest i gotta
1: yeah no and i totally i i totally get what you're saying too like that's there are a number of distilleries that I, I am. <laughs> I hate to bring them up again. Ula is exactly this, right? Where I don't really like their bourbon, right? But I do like their experimental stuff, and I love the fact that they are, um, that they are really trying to experiment with stuff. I love the fact that they're really trying to get a little bit weird Mm -hmm. with some things and figure out what works, right? Yeah. Because I feel like whiskey had a, whiskey had, like after the prohibition, whiskey had like, you know, like a set, like 70 years of stagnation Mm -hmm. where it was like. Because
0: when prohibition lifted, people were so excited to drink they were celebrating, they were drinking, you know, martinis, yeah. things they could grab, things that they could be distilled and bottled and sold yeah. instantly. Yeah. So you got your gin, you got your vodka, yeah. um, things that could be imported. So you got your champagne, you got your wine. Yeah. And when it came to
1: whiskey, it was like, they could get their Canadian whiskey, mm-hmm. they could get their scotch and their, yep. and their Irish whiskey and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I feel like all of those places, and and this is not entirely fair, obviously this is, this is a slightly unfair judgment but i feel like from like from the 50s through like the 80s you know like the late 80s and there just was not very much like like new stuff you know what i mean like you know there weren't a lot of places that were like yeah we try you know we just put a you know we just put our regular uh scotch or we just put our regular bourbon into this new barrel that Mm -hmm. that's finished in like you know sat you know like saturn wine or something right. like that or no like, that's
0: like totally a new that's thing that's
1: totally a new thing yeah. and i love that i love that type of experimentation yeah. i love it's, that type of thing it is
0: really cool and surprising how long have scotch like scottish whiskey been finishing in sherry or port casks
1: um a very long time
0: um so it's not necessarily a yeah new it's thing. not
1: necessarily a new thing but the experimentation with new things because sherry and port are have been the the two Right, for a long time, okay. Um, and there weren't necessarily other things, right? Now you can go to a like you can go to a total wine and you have a, a decent chance of finding a whiskey that's finished in like you know, uh, Saturn barrels, okay, right? Which is yeah. a weird, I keep hearing that, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, What kind of wine is that? Like,
0: what do I, what am I expecting with that wine? I
1: think it's a white wine.
0: Interesting. I think. (laughs) Interesting.
1: I think. Um, but it's you know, or like a Chardonnay finished. You know, like that's another one too, where it's like there's that one's a new one where it's like Mm -hmm. there's not very many of those, but you have a chance of going to a liquor store and finding a whiskey that's finished in like chardonnay barrels like that's
0: crazy i was at total wine a couple weeks ago and i can't find this bottle anymore but there was two of them by it was i don't they never heard of them before Mm. and i've looked them up and i haven't seen much about them it's like dr swenson or doc doc swenson and it's it's like a really nice bottle look like they're bourbons in a wine bottle People mm. are doing all that a lot now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so you see a
1: lot more of the the wine bottle style.
0: <clears throat> and uh,
1: <laughs> Like the McCarthy's you have
0: up there. The <laughs> one, yeah. The one I, they have two. They have one that's in a sherry, I think. Sherry Apart, just one of the standard ones. And mm-hmm. then they had one that was finished in a um, Cabernet. Cabernet Sauvignon okay. uh, barrel, which I was really tempted to buy I'll but have it was to like over 60 new
1: bucks. Because that's what they finished their really? bourbon is Cabernet. Okay.
0: I'd be really interested to try it because that's one of my favorite wines. Yeah. And I, I've been mentioning this before. I probably said on every episode I really <laughs> want to do an episode where I bring a wine lover that doesn't really like whiskey. Oh, okay. And, and have them try a wine finished in whiskey barrels and then bring a whiskey uh, finished in wine barrels and have them try it. I've been saving my Angel's Envy for it, but there's yeah. a lot of other wine or whiskeys out there that are really
1: that stepping, are it, finished, stepping yeah. it up.
0: Yeah, but Angel's Envy is still the one I'm I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, thanks, Marcus. Thanks for bringing this on. Yeah, no problem. Um, I got to go meet this guy at OfferUp. <laughs> and, <laughs> Don't uh, get killed, please. No. We got I mean, more episodes I mean, to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and remember, guys uh don't get killed on offer up subscribe to my whiskey podcast um i'm sorry sean you weren't here you um, he did miss out i'll pour one out for the homie and pour <laughs> it pour, out pour it out into your mouth pour it out into my mouth <laughs> we ain't gonna waste any whiskey you know that man uh, and remember life can be messy but may your whiskey be neat thank you for listening